We the millennials. For real, we back and we working. All of these clowns like to stay in the circus. They do. K-Dot be bringing the proof, but none of these people like hearing the truth. I'm not a fluke. I'm not a rat. I'm not a snake. Cause I got your back. Now listen up closely as we spin facts. Now listen up closely and just relax. Millennials versus the world. Okay. Millennials versus the world. Okay. Millennials versus the world. Okay. Millennials versus the world. What's up? Millennials versus the world. What's up? Millennials versus the world. Okay. Millennials versus the world. What's up? Millennials versus the world. What up? What up? What up? Man? It's the Millennials versus the world podcast, man. Today you may see this shirt a million times because I am going in, man. There's so much content to talk about, so much content on my brain. I am just dropping these are gem droppers, man. Anybody that's interested in the interview, man, hit me up. Shout out to everybody that's been rocking with me, man. This joint, I'm just going in today. I'm just going in today, and it ain't no way, no other way to say it, man. I'm going in today, and I really, really don't know any other way to say it, man. So, right now, what we're going to talk about, man, if you don't know, man, I'm 29 years old, man. Been with my wife 11 years this year. Been married for seven. We're going to get to the nitty gritty, man. We've been, we're going to be stepping heavy, man. A lot of people, and I'm going to say an unpopular opinion, but this is the truth. A lot of people are ready for the wedding, but they're not married for the, the marriage. I got nine points, 15 minutes. We're going to knock it out. We're going to get it. We're going to show what it is, man. But everybody is ready for the wedding, but not ready for the marriage, man. First and foremost, man, commitment is mental. Oh, yeah, you know, honeymoon phase is over, everything like that. I'm talking straight facts, man, from a married dude, been in the grind to love my wife, nobody else I'd rather do this with. I'm speaking from the perspective of being ready for the marriage. The wedding is cool. The wedding is cool, but you can't be ready for the wedding and not the marriage. Commitment is mental. Think about when you exercise, when you're trying to lose weight. Think about going to your job. Think about... Uh, everything you want to do. Commitment is mental. I'm not saying love is not a factor. I'm not saying emotions are not a factor. But you make your mind up if you're going to make something work. Because there are people that are at jobs for 10, 20 plus years. You know what I'm saying? For 10, 10 20 plus years. And they made their mind up that they're going to deal with the BS and make it work. You know what I'm saying? So like commitment is mental, man. You can't be at the wedding having fun and don't commit past the honeymoon. Because honestly, there's two honeymoon phases. The one when you first meet and then the hun- when, you, when you first get married. You know what I'm saying? Like people, when you when I say you fall in and out of love and all that stuff, that's true. When I say fall in and out of love, that doesn't mean you don't love a person. But people are evolving. People are changing. People are grinding. People are, you know what I'm saying? Like, And if you locked in with your mate, when I say fall out of, you're, you're letting them grow. So you step back. Once they grow and they evolve, you're like, Boom, I love this even more. So you step back in. But mentally, you got to know, like, I'm committed to this. I'm going to make it work. You have to make decisions for your marriage, not for yourself, not for your kids, not for your parents, not for your brothers, not for your friends, for yourself. When you're in something like that, you have to grind to go get it and you have to commit to that. That's just the way it is, man. Commitment is mental. You have to get through it. It's bigger than that. Uh, If you focus on the wrong things. Your marriage will cost you way more than your wedding. God almighty. Point two. If you focus on the wrong things, your wedding will cost you way more than the... I mean, your, your marriage will cost you way more than the wedding. The wedding, let's say you had a bomb wedding. Let's say 100000 Cool. If you only focus on the wedding and you spent that hundred k and you not focus on the commitment, the grind, the hustle, the love... 
the everything that comes with and marriage is beautiful. Like it's worth working for because it's beautiful what comes out of it. So if you commit, if you don't focus on the right things, the time, emotional trauma, the finances, the divorce, all that is going to cost you way more than that wedding ever cost. So you got to learn how to focus on the wedding and the marriage. I want to have this grand event because the event is for everybody else, not the people getting married to showcase my love for you and have a great send off into our marriage in which we're working in. I can't tell you if you need to go to counseling first. I can't tell you if you need to set up counseling before you get married. I can say if you think you need it, go get it. That's all I can say. But you need to focus on the marriage or, or on the back end. It'll cost you way more than that hundred thousand. It'll cost you emotional trauma. It'll cost you however you want to split custody with your kids. It'll cost you the divorce lawyer. It'll cost you one of the people you love the most, which was your wife or husband at the time. That's worth way more than $100,000. So point two, if you focus on the wrong things, the marriage will cost way more than the wedding. Oh, I'm sorry. That was point three. Actually, I got to go back to two. When you are getting married and you're focused on the marriage and not the wedding, focus on the physical is a part. I'm not saying some you don't have to be physically attracted to nobody. I'm not one of those. I'm not going to cap on that. I'm not one of those guys that's going to be like, no, I'm not saying that. You can find beautiful things about everybody, period, point blank. So that's an excuse about that physical thing. But when it comes to the marriage, looks go. You know, guys get bald. Dudes, you know, I'm going to speak for dudes. We gain weight. We get bald. We get skinny. We get sick. We get this. We get that. Physical changes. You have to fall in love with things outside the physical before you even think about, for fellas, getting on one knee and asking her to marry you. Whether it's her personality, her grind, you know, uh, you know, uh, I want to say her family, but like the things about her that makes her hurt, you fall in love with those things. The physical is an absolute plus. I'm not saying you don't have to be attracted to your spouse. What I'm saying is you got to find things outside the physical that's going to keep you grounded. Like. I think personality is a big thing. Have y'all okay? So, quick question. In in minute six, I think this is a great question. Have you ever been around somebody and you don't really find them? They're not like, oh, dad, they're they're cute, pretty, whatever you want to say. Uh, and then as you're around them more, their personality weighs on you, like, and you find yourself being attracted to their personality more than their looks, like, and you find out thinking that they're cooler or you're more attracted to them because of their personality. Like a lot of people look at the physical and stop. Think about it. Your physical looks is all about your genes. You can't even control how you look or how people look. Excuse me. You can only control. You can only control like, you know what I'm saying? You really, you can control your personality, how you handle things, but you can't control your physical looks. Somebody with a banging personality, good goals, good morals, good values. Like that's way more valuable longevity wise than it is somebody. Cause you can. You can get in an accident, something crazy could happen, and your looks change like that. So you got to find things outside the physical that's worth holding on to. So that was originally two, but in this video is three. Uh, four, have you been around a positive marriage before marriage? I came up in a single parent household. My positive marriage was my grandparents. My grandfather, RIP, love him to death, and my grandmother, still close to this day. I love you, grandma. Shout out to you. But both sets, both sets. So like I've seen both sets of my grandparents were positive marriages. Now, granted, you know, I come up in the area, but you probably don't know everything. That's cool. It wasn't meant for me. to know. I stayed in a child's place, but I had positive role models about marriage. Even if some people even get them from TV shows because that's all they had. 
So even though my mom was a single mom and I was coming up in a single household, I saw positive marriage. I saw things that I didn't want. Uh, when you when you come in a single household, man, you know it's hard watching a strong woman come home by. You, nobody wants to be alone. All that single crap y'all rapping about, I hear you. It sounds good. But nobody wants to be alone because while you say you single and that's how you want it, you catching it on the side. You feel me? You, you doing it on the side anyway. You feel me? So nobody wants to be alone. So have you had a positive marriage to look at before you even think about a wedding? Do you know what you want your marriage to be? Do you know how you think? I take that back. Do you think you know how your marriage wants to be? Because it's forever changing. So like, do you even have an idea of how marriage will work? Do you? That's number four. Number five. Do you and your partners want the same thing? So if you're about to marry someone, we're not see you you get ready for the wedding, it's turn up time. Open bar, we in the tube jump, bachelor party, bachelorette party, like hotel party, and after it's probably this. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? At the four o'clock, grab somebody, we doing that. You feel me? But what I am saying is this. After before all that great stuff, you and like that's like I never understood. How somebody marries someone, somebody that wants kids, marries someone that told them before that they don't want kids. That doesn't even make sense. Like, how do you marry somebody that you want kids with and you know they didn't want kids, but you get married and after you get married, you act like it's a problem when you knew this person didn't want kids? Do y'all want the same things? Do y'all want the same things in life? Do y'all want, um, you know, are y'all both travel heads? Do y'all both like living here and now? Do y'all want kids, you know, sooner than later? Do you want kids later than sooner? Do you, do y'all treat y'all families the same? How y'all navigate through holidays? Is all that stuff the same? It seems minute, but like, do they, those conversations happen way, but 60 day, if you have not, go look at 60 day rules from a guy. Go look from my video, 60, 60 day rule for guys. You have those conversations in small, let you know, okay, we're on the same page. What's that date? two, three, you like, oh, damn, excuse me, oh, oh, you want kids, cool, you don't, oh, damn, that, that's real stuff, you want to get married, you know, people have kids after they're married, if you want to get married, that's a big thing about it, so do y'all want the same thing in life, number six, money can buy love, just not happiness, man, am I stepping heavy, or am I stepping heavy, money can buy love, people are in the movies, oh, no, Money can't buy you. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. The dollar can buy you love. It just can't buy you happiness. My bad. I'm drinking all this water because I've been going in. My mouth getting dry. So I've been doing a lot of talking. You feel me? Money can buy you. Money can buy you love. It can because love is a decision. Loving something is a decision. Falling in love with someone is not. Loving something is a decision. Falling in love with something that somebody is not. Money can buy that love. You can love somebody because they buy you stuff. You can love somebody because of the lifestyle they provide. You can love somebody because they got bread. However, at the very end of the day, when all that's over with and all that gets to the norm, you can't buy happiness. There are a lot of married people that are happy in their house that do their daggone thing. That's like two married people that don't want kids. They just want to make money, travel the world. They don't care to have kids. They don't care to be doing all this, all this, oh, everybody should have a new skill, a new business. They don't care for that. We're going to go make our brand, man. We're going to travel this world. We're going to take pictures and have fun. So, like, like that has nothing to do with the money. It's all about the, the, the memories and the experiences. So, money can, can buy you love, but it will never, ever, ever buy you happiness. Remember that. 
So we're not getting ready for weddings right here, man. We're getting, we getting ready for marriages. Uh, you, oh my gosh. Number seven, stepping heavy. Number seven, you make the decision without influences of others. Do, is that, am I, okay, listen to what I'm saying. You make the decision instead of influences of others. What do you mean, Sneak? What do you mean, K.Dot Mills from Millennials versus the World? What do you mean, Keenan? What I'm saying is you can ask people about your partner. You can get opinions. But at the very end of the day, now I'm speaking from the guys and the ladies too, you don't let anyone make that decision for you. Because if somebody else makes that decision for you or if somebody else puts that much influence on your life to make that decision, resentment is real. Resentment comes in place. Resentment will do it to you. So I'm telling you now, you have to make the decision. When I got married, man, true story. When I got married, when, well, when I asked my wife to marry me, the only person I asked was how much, the person at the jewelry store, like, how much is the ring? Everybody else I told that I was about to ask my girlfriend to be my wife. So ain't nobody make that decision for me. Some people didn't like it. Some people loved it. I didn't give a damn. It's okay. It's my decision. I don't care if you 18, 25, 40, you have to make the decision. You got to be comfortable with it because you got to deal with the decision after you make it. So hear, hear me now. You have to make the decision without outside influences. Eight, number eight, stepping heavy. All right. Number eight, stick to the script and remember why you got into it, man. So in marriage, so not the wedding in the matter in the wedding, you can't stick to the script. It's a weekend. It's three days. We're not sticking to no script. We party, party, party. Let's all get wasted. There's nothing to stick to. So when I say stick to the script, man, when you're evolving and kids say kids come, you know, like parents, uh, you know, parents become, excuse me, kids come and you have kids, then your parents become grandparents. And then like your family expands and you go from being a part of your immediate family to creating your immediate family to those now being secondary, all that stuff. You, when it gets hard and it gets going, sometimes you got to sit down and remember why you all loved each other or why you all decided to say your vows and lock in. Those conversations aren't for anybody but y'all. Those conversations they don't necessarily have to be at over dinner. They ain't got to be, you know what I'm saying, in Mexico on the boat. Some of them conversations, you just need to remember why you got into it. That's like even with, this thing about jobs or businesses or whatever the case may be, a lot of the times you feel like, you feel stuck because, like, I'm an educator. I remember being like, yo, I am burnt out, man. Like, this is hard. This is tough. I can't do it. And then a kid would say something like, yo, Mr. Mims, man, appreciate you, man. You came with that energy today. Hey, Mr. Mims, man, I hope you know you weigh more than a teacher. Then it reminds me why I got into it. I'm not comparing my job to my marriage, but what I am saying is I stick to the script. Why I got into it and why I'm good at what I do in all alleys is because I stick to the script and remember why I got into it. Once you do that, you refocus and you realize that, okay, the wedding was cool, but it's time to make this marriage work. So we getting ready for marriages around here, not weddings, man. Last but not least. Currently stepping heavy. Millennials Rest of the World podcast. If you... Make, keep your marriage, your marriage, your marriage, not your wedding. Everybody's at your wedding. Everybody's at your wedding. You keep your marriage, your marriage, man. You keep your marriage, your marriage. That means keep outside influences. I'm not talking about counselors. I'm saying you don't go tell all your marital business. This ain't a newspaper. 
read all about it. No, you deal with things in-house, and if you seek help, you go get mutual opinions. Understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying if your partner piss you off, you can't vent to one of your best friends. That's not what I'm saying. Actual information, problems that's detrimental to your marriage and things that y'all are going through, you keep inside your marriage, you work it out. And I'm not saying stay in the house. I'm not saying be toxic. What I'm saying is you seek the appropriate help for your marriage with your partner. You don't go seek help from other people that have biased opinions. You seek the right help that's going to get you through it. So number nine, last but not least, keep your marriage your marriage, man. It's your boy, K.Mims. Millennials versus the world, born to win. I'm out, man. See, I, like, subscribe, comment. I keep forgetting that because I'm just dropping the content, man. I hope y'all really enjoy this content, man. I'm out.